Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Okay, the word is out. They're gonna talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. Pieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios, at least one of us, <laughs> located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude. This is Real Spoilers, episode 694. You heard it on the X. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Some ZZ Top for you. Oh. So, it's a ZZ Top song. No, I went DMX, but that's why. Oh, I see. It's a well, yeah, because you're like 30 years younger than I am. So Correct. I went with ZZ Top. <laughs> <laughs> you went with something from the early 2000s that somehow <laughs> is is also old, but still makes me look even older. So correct. Let's go around the virtual table, and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And joining us uh, via the magic of Zoom Tube, well, everybody, but uh, special guest <laughs> Matt F. Basler. Hey, how's it going? Hello, it's going well. <laughs> For some of us, for some of us. So, uh, so the reason we're back to the uh, the virtual roundtable is because Rona has struck the O'Keefe household. The uh, lovely and talented Clipout Crystal has contracted the Rona. Somehow, I have managed to avoid it. I don't know how, but uh, do you, do you guys hang out? You do <laughs> much, or, yeah. And yeah. like, like we're keeping separate, but like we're still like she's still sitting in the chair next to me. Like we're still sleeping. In well, the they've still bed. got the two twin beds next to each other. Correct. Yeah, yeah I mean, right, right, right. Like the Dick Van Dyke <laughs> show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to describe your relationship like that. But, but, uh, but so, yeah, so she's got the Rona. So, but so far, not too bad. I mean, she's not she's not feeling well, but it's not like we're like concerned about, you know, she's not a respirator. Are so we, we three for cra- three? We haven't cracked o- open the Ivermectin. So, like, well, because that's going to well, work. Well, wait a minute. My wife got it, Joe's wife got it, and yep. Tom's wife got it. <laughs> and none of us have gotten the, it that we know of, right? The common denominator, you should just do a podcast and you won't get corona. See? It's, yeah. it's what they say. Yeah. Okay. 
Don't do that. Don't listen to that. Except you know that my wife has a podcast, right? In fact, she has three. A more successful one. Oh, is that what we're calling that little hobby? Yeah. (laughs) 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 She's she's the only one of us that actually gets paid to do it. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. (laughs) Isn't that the the kicker, though, is that we set all this up and we've been doing this almost 10 years. Yeah. And then she's like, hey, I'd like to do a podcast about Peloton. And then she becomes the only one that's professional. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm like a professional sidekick. That counts for something, right? Well, sure. Yeah. So, and then also on top of that, yesterday I went and, and got my my COVID booster. So, and then oh, while weird. I was there, they were like, "You're eligible for more vaccines," and and so <laughs> I also got a shingles vaccine. So, oh man, you're I'm on all, a roll. I'm all jacked up. Should have got the monkeypox vaccine while you were there. I don't think they have one. I think I'm immune because I've seen them so many times. Oh, true. And I've met true. all four of them. That's so a good point. Yeah. I feel like I I'm did not know I, where that joke was going to go, and I was a little worried. <laughs> well, I just thought, who are the monkeypox? <laughs> <laughs> it's a punk rock cover band for the monkeys. Okay. It's spelled different. Yeah. It's P A W X. Okay. <laughs> I would totally go see a punk rock monkeys cover band. So it's an EDM cover band of the monkeys. <laughs> Something like that. I'm with yeah. you. So uh, I guess before we uh, dig into the show, oh, I guess I should also say if I sound extra cranky, we should let the listeners in on this little piece of fun trivia. So my wife Uh-oh. woke up Thursday morning feeling like she's like, oh, I think I'll take a covid test. And she tested positive. So and that pissed you off. Well, <laughs> we were supposed to leave for Hawaii the next day. So that's fair. The whole Hawaii trip has been. Scuttled. I feel like that's a good enough reason to. I mean, be she didn't do anything wrong, but it's very frustrating. We were supposed to go to Hawaii in March of 2020. I'm sorry, in June of 2020. What happened? The, the, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you needed to get a subscription to the newspaper. Um, <laughs> newspaper? What is this? Old timey. So, uh, so yeah, so we rescheduled it, and so we thought we're going to be great. And then the day before we leave, she gets the Rona, and so we had to cancel the whole. Ugh. That sucks. Double time. Luckily, we had the insurance, so hopefully, oh nice. Hopefully, that actually pays off because it was not inexpensive. No. So next uh, time you guys plan for this trip, I'm going to need you guys to quarantine for two weeks know, before right? you leave. You are not to interact with anyone. Nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So lock down this house. Yes. So okay, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get a podcast, you can find us. Uh, while you're there, be sure and follow us. You never miss an episode. Maybe leave a review. Um, Joe's not interrupting me, so I'm assuming we don't have a new review. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what though. If you go on to uh, like Good Pods, if you use that as a, a podcatcher, which is actually a pretty nice little thing, you can vote for real spoilers in the independent movie review uh, category. And the hot, I, I wouldn't mind. We're number eighty-four, I think, right now out of a hundred. So okay, yeah. Vote for us, and we'll get bumped up, and that'd be kind of cool. If you yeah. use it, it's a good, it's a good podcatcher. If you want to use it, I haven't had any problems with it. Well, since it's I right there in it. the name, Joe. I, That's true. <laughs> that is. True. I'm holding out for great pod. <laughs> Ooh, business idea. I like yeah. it. <laughs> so. Um, also, uh, where was I at? Oh, Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers, uh, where you can 
stay up to date with our things throughout the week. Uh, like While you're there, like the page, join the group. And if you like the show and you want to help us and you don't want to spend any money, you can join the League of Show Sharers. It's super simple. You just need to share an episode. People who were kind enough to share an episode this week, Librarian Cynthia, which I don't know that I should say her name, only because she lives in Hawaii and I'm mad at them. Uh, <laughs> Edward Fairfax, Cammie Sherman Powers, Heather Sachs, David Rojas, Josh Rosen, Ralph Tribble, Laura Connolly Quiddick, Gabriel Lugo, Chris Valls, Chris Magic Man, The Real Pete. That's how he spells it. <laughs> okay. Brad1991, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, Vertigay314, Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, Mike Mike and Oscar, In Session Film, Feelin' Film, Geek to Me Radio, Ronnie Castle, Nostalgia Cast, Binge Movies, Josh674, 30274, Matt Naglia, Invasion of the Remake, and Chris Wilson. So thank you very much for sharing an episode. And if you want to help us out, but you're like, I've got money burning a hole in my pocket, <laughs> you can sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content. Unfortunately, most of it contains Matt F. Bassler. And, <laughs> it's true. Uh, it's fair. No, yeah. it's fair. But uh, but and, and this was have, for free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we have there's like a clause in his contract that every 15 Patreon episodes he does, he gets to be on one actual episode. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, there's all that. Let's dig in to this snooze of a movie. Oh, hmm. so here's the thing is Matt and I covered the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series uh, in its entirety. Yes. And if there had just been one that was at least anywhere near as good as this movie uh it wouldn't have been as bad <laughs> because that's what the, this is very much like inspired uh by that series uh i this is fantastic <laughs> i loved this movie have we covered ty west on this podcast before hmm i don't think that we've done any of his stuff before i don't think we have so he's he's just a really interesting filmmaker in that there was this, you know, there was this boom of horror movies uh, with James Wan and Scott Derrickson. And then there was like this undercurrent of like independent horror that was uh, A.J. Bowen and Ty West and um, the guy that did the King Kong versus Godzilla. Uh, that was probably Wingard. my favorite. My of, favorite little indie. Yeah, the art house <laughs> horror. Yeah. yeah. Adam Wingard is that guy's name. I just call him the VHS guys. That's also a, a fair statement. I mean, and it's I, all the all the indie horror guys got together to those VHS movies, which are pretty cool. And a lot of those guys have come out and gotten snatched up by, like, Gareth Edwards uh, was part of that. And then those three guys. And Radio it's Silence like, is in It's there. like the minor leagues, right? They they do all that stuff. And then they've been all been called up to these big you know studio horror films yeah right right and now they're able to kind of we need something like that own. for podcasts <laughs> yeah <laughs> no spotify just gives you a massive check guys Not just us. letting you That's know it. i'm uh i've been called up to the conan o'brien needs a friend hey. show <laughs> well he really doesn't need a friend i guess if he, he no, tapped they, you he, well yeah oh. <laughs> it's worse than we thought but yeah i just think this is like it's this is very much in the Ty West slow burn, and I know that Tom called it a snooze, but it, it, all three of his movies, the 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 Sacrament, a uh, four, I guess, including this one, do have like that very slow burn. What were the other ones? Have I seen them? And maybe uh, like them? so there was the Innkeepers. No, uh, there was the Sacrament, which is kind of like uh, like I I told Matt, it's like Vice News. If Vice News had gone to Jonestown okay, right no, before it happened. That. Uh, and then the house that 
um, House, the House of, the Devil. of the Devil. I don't think I saw. I that don't. One. So a lot of these are again the more indie horror movies, and with Tom, you not being a horror guy, yeah, and we haven't covered them. I don't think. You would have I seen watched him. one. I don't know what it was called anymore, but it was about like two kids and like the the dad gets remarried, and then there's like lots of footage of like this little dollhouse diorama, the lodge. Oh. Yeah, I think that was it. Oh man, that I dug was that one. Good one. Thought that was really good. Yeah, that is really good. That's another slow burn where you're just like, yeah, but it is paid she off. Crazy? Is she not crazy? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that movie a lot. That's not Ty West though. No, but I. Th- it's completely unrelated. I don't know why you brought <laughs> yeah. it up at all. It's, it's indie horror. Indie it's, horror, okay. I, it genre. might be an A24 movie. What's that? Which the, it might be an A24 movie now that I think about it. But it's uh, in that in that style. I get yeah. what you mean. So with, with this one, I, I think I lean more on the Joe side just because I really like it when horror has a buildup and it's uncomfortable and you're not quite sure what's going on and you're guessing, is there something supernatural? Is there some kind of weird element? You're trying to figure out what type of danger the characters are in. And this movie does uh, something where the movie is basically split into almost half, where the first hour of the movie is the buildup of the characters and you're trying to figure out what they're doing and what the danger is. And then the last 45 minutes is straight murders. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not, uh, they don't leave much of the imagination when it comes to the murders. Like he, the, the kills and the gore in this movie is, I mean, the very first one that you get with the camera guy. Yeah. Like, Oh boy. Yeah. Which I, I think, uh, that camera guy should stop going to like remote houses because he's also in the remake of evil dead. No, he's the guy that looks like the guy from the, it's evil not dead. the same guy. It's not the same guy. Oh, <laughs> we had this same conversation. This app means nothing to anyone but me. He looked almost exactly like, my former brother-in-law. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, like I, I, no, I called I, in I've my. Never seen him. Sorry. What's that? <laughs> I've never seen him. I was oh, just okay. kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, when did you see him? But I, I even called in my son. I was like, look at this. Doesn't this look like your uncle Scott? And he's like, oh my god, it totally looks like Uncle Scott. So, <laughs> have you heard from Uncle Scott since 1979? <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, but yeah, so like this is it. It is very much we've got six characters that are um it's 1979 in i guess they don't really say where they are hold on i, guess they I are think you Texas. mentioned that on the evil dead remake because i'm having major deja vu about this conversation about uncle scott you must have on <laughs> evil dead remake said that guy looks exactly like <laughs> no i was not on that episode i never saw the evil dead remake Oh, really? Okay, now I'm freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) Who was? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Did we do? We did it, right? We must have. I thought so. Maybe not. I've never seen it. Yeah. No, that's weird. It's just I've had major deja vu, and and, uh, we're going to go back and like watch and see a ghost Tom sitting in the chair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's, it's 1979 in Texas. And we're introduced uh, to six people, and they are well, the, the our main character. Well, not really the leader Sometimes. of this group, I guess. Yeah, uh, is is the proprietor of a strip joint, and he has taken uh, two of his acts, I guess, and they're going to make a porn, but they're going to make like a classy porn. Well, this is a yeah, this is a French new wave influenced. We're very we're, high end. We're post uh, <laughs> deep throat. Or Debbie Does Dallas, which had kind of Deep Throat was the one that kind of like got like weird critical attention, right? 
Yeah, right? like it 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 was like the the first and I I think arguably only porn movie to ever like break out. I think not adjusted for inflation, it legit made like a hundred and twenty five million dollars. It was oh my gosh. a juggernaut, and it it just became this kind of like cool thing to go see, and then and then and then it kind of gets this second life because. It's the uh, it's the code name that the source that broke the Watergate scheme right, used. right, and so. Uh, but I mean, it was like the first porn movie where p- p- it, it it was only, it was like Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Like, oh, I don't read dirty books, but somehow Fifty Shades was okay, right? And, <laughs> and so it's like yeah. if you went to the porn palace or whatever they had back then to just see some random porn movie you're a perv porn, but if you you could go palace. see deep throat and be like oh i'm seeing this ironically because it's what everyone's talking about it, so, right yeah so yeah so uh wayne who's played by martin henderson uh has it's uh bobby lynn who is played by Brittany snow jackson who is kid cuddy jenna ortega who plays lorraine which is kind of fun since she was our our lead in scream and then Mia Goth, uh, who plays Maxine, and I don't really—I don't know—should I just spoil that she's also the? Sure, it's the whole point of the show. Yeah, that, thank you. Oh, you're right, Matt. Thank you for reminding me. I'm glad someone here is <laughs> able to. Cooler heads have prevailed. Uh, she also plays Pearl, which I didn't realize at first watch. I the whole time I'm just like, <laughs> there's something weird going on, and weird in addition to old people murdering people. But you know, with the way that it's filmed and the way that she looks, it's it's obviously very unnerving. But I'm also like, there's a reason they're shooting it like this, and yeah. come to find out, there's the the they're played by the same person. They can't. It's very clever, and I'm gonna say it's well handled. I don't mean that it stood out like, oh, that was terrible. I mean, he does a good job, but clearly, if you watch enough movies. You ask yourself, why is it being shot this way? It's well, and always clearly young people in old people. Oh, makeup. yeah. Yeah. Like yes. it, no point was I like, these are really old people. <laughs> but it's good, though. It's not good makeup. It's not. I, awful. I, think, I think I think it's serviceable makeup. It never fooled me. Yeah, I think she I think she did a really good job. Uh, Mia Goth kind of getting like the walk or, you know, like she didn't when she was Pearl, she shuffled or she didn't move quickly. But then she'd have moments where. Because we're led to believe that Pearl was a dancer a very long time ago. So well, and she when, says she was, so it's not, you know. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. We're led um, to believe by her saying by, that by, she's yeah. a dancer. Yeah. By yeah. a factual statement it's from by the a character. a statement from <laughs> the picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, so, like, she has moments where she kind of falls back into. Joe's favorite song from the 90s was, we are led to believe Rhythm was a dancer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's correct. I love that song. I really don't. I hate that song. Um <laughs> But like she has moments where she kind of falls back into that very horny, very like this is a (laughs) this is a very horny movie. Like Like, she should be in a Golden Girls reboot. She wants the D. (laughs) I do. I will say now. Look, I just you know it's a movie about how old people are disgusting and awful and (laughs) terrifying. And like I that's, agree, that's the and big. I that's it's big horror movie. Like, isn't it weird when old people? <laughs> and, but and, and I gotta tell you, that scene is weird. It's oh yeah, it, it's very uncomfortable, and I think that's on purpose. But um, but I I do I I like the. Uh, it's cool that those old people are so horny. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them is. Well, the I other... think he is right. He just can't. Do anything. I about guess that's it. true. Yeah, it's like will explode. I, my heart well, will explode. Is that even <laughs> really a thing that like 
a doctor's like, you can't have sex anymore. It'll blow up your heart. Like that just sounds like <laughs> that just sounds like I, something men who aren't attracted to their wives anymore say. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know though. I think it is because you know, there's all those studies that come out that say, oh, people that have sex th- at least two times a week have better heart health or whatever. Like doing it actually is medically proven to uh, increase your life and your heart health. So okay, so I would. So would that doctor then turn around and say your heart's really bad? Whatever you do. Don't exercise. Don't bang your wife. <laughs> well, I just mean that if if it is enough to keep your heart healthy, there's enough activity going to where if you had a bad heart, I bet it would push it over the. I mean, the way he dies at the end, all it took was lived, like somebody right. went. Bleh. That's right. what I'm saying, so, though, right? Like, so, so an overexertion. So he lived of, in a world where no one ever startled him. Like, come on. Well, it, they, it well they live on an old remote. I don't think anyone. Visits these people are they're like no, you know the he, old Volkswagen guy visited yeah him. Volkswagen guy definitely visited <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know how cognizant he was of what was going on but so there's a lot going on in this movie though like it's it is saying a lot it's not just a dirty movie and about people getting you know knocked off while they're making this film so the old people are realizing in different ways that their life has passed them by the pearl the old woman had all these dreams of being a dancer but the war started and then she probably had to go be a nurse or help with that kind of stuff and her husband went off to war and so she didn't get to pursue her dreams and her age has passed her by and now it's too late but she still has these things she wants to do dance have sex all this and you know the husband is having these medical issues and so it's talking about age passing you by and the youth and and not wasting your age and uh there's also this parallel going back and forth between both these characters that Mia Goth p- plays mm-hmm. because while Pearl is is uh jealous of the youth and and the life they still have ahead of them Maxine is talking about how she's special and we see in the film that the hu- the husband calls Pearl special, and Wayne talks about how special Maxine is, and so there's this interesting dichotomy going back and forth between them being told they are special, but wanting to actually live out the, how special they are, right? Like not just being told, but they want to live out sh- this life, and uh, it has already passed Pearl by, but Maxine wants to be a movie star, and she's hearing the promise of this, and she's like, "Show me, you better make me a star." I got to tell you, Wayne might be my my favorite character of this entire movie he's good uh, i like that they didn't make him just a scumbag he's had his troubles he made a movie and the irs came after him or whatever happened there i'm sure there's like some half truths but he doesn't seem like he's taking advantage of anyone or being a bad dude no no i think everybody's kind of on board and he when we get to the scene where um jenna ortega who is kind of they they keep calling her church mouse because she's just she doesn't really say anything and she's helping uh, her boyfriend uh, with the boom mic and she kind of decides to she wants to be in this movie and uh, the the camera dude is like uh, no and it's like this it's this I wouldn't say crisis of faith but maybe like a crisis of relationship well where... that's really that's an also a really interesting point is that the cameraman is involved in the making of this dirty movie he's sitting there filming it he's telling them how to actually act in what positions and the moment so he's totally all into this <laughs> until it affects him and his girlfriend wants to be in it right? i do love that that scene with kid cuddy where he's like he's giving him direction and kid cuddy's just like hey man uh you worry about the camera i'll worry about this over here yeah and they kind of laugh at him and he's kind of you know kind of nerdy a little bit and they 
continue doing what they were doing. But, you know, the, again, that's another thing that this movie has a lot to say, because even though, you know, they're not right getting into the killing and all that, but we're learning about all these characters and their past, things they've tried to do, things that they want to do, their goals, their dreams. And then you also see these different things to where people can be hypocritical with the cameraman and, and oh, how yeah. and how his girlfriend wants to do something. She's like, well, you're making a movie and you say everyone's going to be stars in it. I don't want to just hold bo- the boom make. Like, this is my chance to actually do <laughs> yeah. something. And he's willing to stop her from living out her dream or some of her goals. I don't even know because- if it's a dream as much as it's like she doesn't want to be a church mouse. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know if, it's, I don't know if her dream was to be in a porn. No, not her dream. I mean, I just used that word. I'm saying she wants to. She's interested in pursuing this, and maybe she has the chance to have a career, be famous. But because of his selfishness, he's fine if everybody else does it and everybody rails each other and, and all that. But oh, not, not rails my girlfriend. each other. Well, they were. She, she I mean, wants to have her own agency, right? Like yeah. she wants to be her own person, not just an assistant to her boyfriend. But if you're in a relationship, I don't think it's crazy that you don't want your significant other to. Go make a porn. Yeah, we don't well, that's fine, podcast. but right before that, he says, yeah, oh, he, when the camera's rolling, it's, none of it counts. Yeah, it totally. doesn't count. Which that's just, I right. mean, you can still have your personal feelings, but it's just the hypocriticalness. Yeah, that's what I've given given a big speech about that. Exactly. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's wrong or right. That's for the viewer to decide, and you have to look in the mirror and. You know, you can have your own feelings, what I would do in this situation or whatever. But right, if you talk a big game and then when it comes to you, you don't you have double standards. So I, I just think this movie really and it's you know, it's only an hour and forty five minutes and and I say only, but it's like this is a pretty good time for a horror movie, but you know, some of these go on to two, two and a half hours. This movie keeps it under two hours and you get a lot of killing on the back half, but in the first half it's like it's I mean, all they, character. Yeah, they explore a lot and of stuff that you don't yeah. <laughs> well, and Kevin, I I will say I do think he is wrong. I think sex should really be like a handshake. Oh, you, you're, 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 you, when when I come over, uh, and we couldn't today because we're on Zoom. I'm but glad when we're I come doing over this remotely, to, yeah. to do the the podcast, I think we should all pile in real quick, <laughs> knock it out, ease the tension before we get on mic. No big deal. But that you know, hey, I think that might have the opposite effect there, Matt. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And see, and that's what society's done to you. <laughs> and what Joe's saying is that you should wait until we're done because that tension uh, yeah, can fuel an episode over the, yeah, and make it that it much up, right? yeah. more intriguing. Right. Well, you've just, you've just given new meaning to real spoilers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> much like how this movie built the tension. Not, yes. No, I was trying right. to be like a guy, like a real <laughs> podcast guy, you know. <laughs> real, uh, I start now. <laughs> all of our characters end up going to this uh, remote farm um, and we're introduced to the two old folks, uh, Pearl and her husband, and um, Mr. Pearl. Mr. Pearl, uh, and it, it, it's interesting because like they I think his name's Howard, right? Sure. I uh, mean, he's yeah. That sounds like an old guy name. Sure, it oh, does. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is like they obviously there is a there's a an era of uncomfortableness and uneasiness around these two, but we never see them. Until it's time to get to the killing, right? Well, like they pop the, up every the, once in a while. 
the tension, the scariness of this movie, the horror element is that the old lady's peeking out from behind the curtain and Howard's saying, don't let my wife see you, you know, what and the mystery revolving it, right? And they, they don't even really show Howard. And I don't know if that's a choice because of what the makeup looked like that day or, or whatever. Oh, but sure. Howard is very much in the shadows too until they get inside of their the cabin whatever they're staying in and it's like okay he's there like i couldn't figure out at first is that a filmmaking choice like or for the story that you're not supposed to really see his face it's such it is a very dark movie i wasn't sure i thought for a minute that like oh this place doesn't have electricity (laughs) just no lights don't turn lights on for a long time (laughs) that's true that's true they just use sunlight well i do think some of it is because the pearl and maxine are played by the same actor so especially when you get them and there's some clever stuff too because there's one scene where you see them both looking in a mirror and there's a beam in the middle of the mirror from from the background so you're looking through the beam to the mirror and so they can see them both in the same shot but it's clearly two different shots put together i think some clever stuff like that that really worked well i didn't no point in the movie did i say like oh there's the body double i mean like you knew that's how they had to film it but it doesn't stand out ty west is a competent filmmaker and i thought he did a really good job with those two interacting yeah i i I would agree i think finally that's the that's kind of the the big thing is maxine stumbles into the old person house very the, the house is very texas chainsaw massacre inspired like down to the big door and like the the swinging uh screen like all of it oh, the is layout is it has very to be similar, intentionally right? the, the same right like yeah i thought the same area. thing exactly and this is where we get pearl's backstory where she kind of tells Ma- uh, maxine that she was a dancer and you know does she say that she still kind of feels young or she misses feeling young and it becomes very awkward she pokes <laughs> like, her is that what it is? She pokes her. Gives her a little finger poke. And, or and Maxine's like, "Oh, I think I she go. was trying. I think she gave her a little finger feel." Hey, uh, I given the the scene that we see between them later, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was it was oh. like running like uh, she took her finger and like ran it down like the side because Maxine She's is not wearing, wearing just she, overalls, yeah, just and overalls, so she kind of yeah. like was petting her. And, uh. and uh, there's obviously this very creepy, um, like the way that. Pearl interacts with Maxine. She wants to be her or wants to be in a relationship with her. You know, it's it's not just a friendly thing. She's no. very clearly infatuated with her. She wants the, uh, the V. She does want the V. Yes. Yeah, that's the, exactly it. Uh, I got distracted by horny earlier. I was going to say <laughs> uh, that I liked that, that you kind of feel like, right, the whole plot of the movie, the thing of the movie is going to be that these old people don't want them to film a porno. Right, uh, that that they're going to see that and be mad and kill them or something, and yeah, and then that it's not that it's uh, it's actually that they are also uh, very horny, and I, I thought it was at least an interesting <laughs> it's way to more, go. They with were it. insulted that they weren't invited to well participate. If they had just had sex with these old people, <laughs> they probably would have lived. Old cameraman, that's, that's probably well, true. That's well, it would have taken the, the, if they had had sex with the old guy. It would have taken them out. So like exactly. they'd only have to fight one at that point. That would have been happy. That's true, though, <laughs> Matt. If if old camera guy would have just taken one for the team, yep, yeah, he would not. And I got it. That is uh, on first watch. You know, something. We should say that. So basically, after Jenna Ortega has sex on film, our camera guy cannot handle it, and he's like, "Screw this, I'm out." And he gets out to leave, and as he's getting into the van. Of course, they play Don't Fear the Reaper, which 
I gotta tell you, they played a lot of that song, which I was kind of surprised. At the, once you pay for it, you're gonna get your money's yeah, worth. Yeah, I guess that's true. But do you like? So that's a good. I've not, I've always wondered that. So if you can you pay for a minute of it, or do you just pay out out? Right for the entirety of a song. I'm on. You say like I'm sure. only going to use this for 45 seconds. So I, I, I think you pay for the whole song. You can you either pay for the whole song or you pay for the right for someone else to use the song, like the mechanical rights. But I don't think you go, hey, what? How much for for 45 seconds or how much <laughs> yeah. for? 30, yeah. You know. Okay. Okay. That makes. Sense. I was just curious, like because I feel like this is a pretty low budget and <laughs> it's cheaper for just the bridge. <laughs> right. <laughs> it, this is a pretty low budget film, but there's some big songs in it. There's that there's they sing songs. landslide. Um, yeah, I oh, feel yeah. like landslide's the big one. You would just pay for the mechanical rights because they sing it. They don't play the and Britney and, and Britney right. Snow can sing. Right, we've seen that in yeah. Pitch Perfect. Pitch, yeah, that's why they get away with that. Because when they started playing it, I'm like, oh wow. But then I'm then it's like, oh yeah, they're you they're singing it. That's right. They wouldn't probably be able to afford the real thing. Yeah, but. I couldn't find a budget on this, but I wouldn't call it low budget. It's more of a indie budget or an art house budget, but just not to give the wrong impression. The no, movie, no, no, I that's think, fair. That's is fair. They, very well made. They weren't funding this movie on their credit cards. Exactly. Yes, that's yeah. fair. Yes, yes, yes. I also, I mean, A twenty four. I would say that, and then I think of the Michelle Yeoh movie that had to have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was still, budget. that was a very low budget as well. Oh, was that it? Would, yeah. I remember they got away with making that movie for like 30 million and we were so surprised oh, yeah, that's right. that's how right. great it looked. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So like if, if our cameraman goes outside and he sees the old woman standing there and she kind of makes a move on him, uh, it doesn't kind of, she makes a move on him and he kind of, he rejects her and then out of nowhere, which I think is a great, cause you never see her other hand. Right, you yeah. you you never see it on camera. She kind of comes up and just like sticks him in the neck with this little pocket knife. Um, and what I thought was a really cool effect is he kind of falls backwards and he's got the headlights on. And as the blood is like splurting from his neck, it gets onto the the headlights and turns the entire thing like this shade of red. And it's I also foreshadowed cool. by that cow that gets hit by the truck in the beginning of the movie. Everything. Remember, is foreshadowed. you see, it is. Uh, yeah. it, yeah, there's there's Chekhov's alligator. They they yeah. really do set up every the exact kill. same thing to my wife. I was like, it's Chekhov's <laughs> alligator. Well, yeah, they would say like he. I think that Walter is that his name. The mm-hmm. the, he, the alligator. He says I don't think they gave him the name. <laughs> you don't think so? I assume oh. it was Alvin for some reason. Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Alvin the alligator, but Alvin the like alligator. It. Yeah. Uh, he says like when the old man kind of pulls a shotgun on him, he's like, oh, it's not loaded anyway. And the guy's like, oh, that's all right. Like, I keep one in the car, like a handgun, and that's yeah. not loaded. So that comes back into play. Um, I th- Every, uh, obviously, the, the alligator definitely comes back into play. For- but, you, but you see a lot of these setups. If, if you were to rewatch the film, you would be Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all kind of there. And so I like that. That And, uh, oh, and also in the beginning, they when they see that truck accident with the cow, Mia Goth is throwing up and she's like I don't like gore <laughs> and you're thinking I think you're in the wrong movie <laughs> yeah uh, well, and don't you see the 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 Volkswagen guy on the milk carton you do when yeah. Kid, yeah. there's a scene where Kid Cudi is like taking a big old swig of, of milk and on the side of the milk carton is that and I think we've already seen and not to be pedantic let me push up my glasses uh-huh. but they didn't start putting people on missing people on milk cartons <laughs> until 1984 after the disappearance of Adam Walsh so is that Boy, right? That is true. Yes. Oh, interesting. December of eighty four, I think it was. So it was, actually, most people wouldn't have seen one until eighty five. So, and this is nineteen seventy nine. This is nineteen seventy nine. They so dropped the ball, Tyler West. 
Not a but thing, I think Ty we West. see. I think we see him. We see the hitchhiker first, I believe. Like we see him in the basement, which is another pretty good reveal. Well, we don't the, see him in the basement until th- almost near the end when Jenna Ortega's locked in there, and then yeah, she stumbles across. Is that him. right? Okay, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think. Yeah, okay, okay. But she might already be down there when. Yeah, yeah. I think Matt's right. He she is down there because the old man when, comes to the house, and as Kid Cuddy is drinking out of the milk, he like Jenna's Jenna Ortega's already seen him in the basement. Like that's the that's the, and oh, then we gotcha. see him and, oh, then we, yeah. and then we see him on the milk cart. And we're like, oh well, all right. I see. Um, we see him on the milk carton, and we all went. Well, there's no way because <laughs> so what? So what's what's not? What's the opposite of foreshadowing? Then post shadowing? How do you do that? I, I think that's just called question. narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom. This is this came up before you were on the little call here, and it's it's been eating away at me since watching this this porn film. What is an entendre? What is a single entendre? Yeah, I I guess just like nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> It, and so, because we had thought maybe it was like, hey, come in the back door, but I only mean <laughs> literally one way or the anal other. sex. I don't mean, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. No, 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 we literally mean come in the back door. Oh, yeah, exactly. the, oh so it's well, clean. It's the, yes, it's the yeah. being dirty well, is it what be? makes I don't it double. Know. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm asking. Is an, is an entendre just yeah speaking? I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Tom doesn't have an answer. Which I don't. We've stumped him. I, we've stumped him. I think it's because it's probably French, judging on the like the way the word sounds. So and, it probably just comes out of a different word that's a foreign word. Oh, I thought you meant that's why Tom won't answer. He won't speak on French. <laughs> no, he's very, matters. yeah. He's, no, no. He has French advertisers on the clip out. It's Freedom Fries. <laughs> I don't wanna, don't wanna, yeah, Freedom Fries, and I don't want to ruin the, uh, any potential okay. sponsors. Okay. Uh, There's yes, some so- good scares in this movie, though. I, the alligator scene I thought was really good with tension building. As the alligator, there's a shot overhead of the lake that she's swimming in, and the alligator is getting closer and closer. She doesn't notice it, and she jumps up on the dock right before it gets to her. And then when she runs into Wayne out after her interaction oh, yeah, with Pearl yeah, at the yeah. house, that one made my heart rate increase. Palp- like palpitate. Yeah, I mean, when when I did not expect that, and the way she runs into Wayne after that tense meeting, I thought that was really good. There's some there's some good ones. Yeah, that's the, again. If you if you go back and watch his other stuff, this is kind of his bag. Is yeah, lets it build, lets it build, lets it build, and then he gets stuff like this, um, that he just kind of like lets all of the steam out of the out of the pot in the last 45 to 30 minutes. And he doesn't pull away when when the no. kills come, right? So usually the camera at some point on a, on a death scene, you know, someone gets stabbed and then it cuts <laughs> away and you see just some blood flying in the background or whatever. But when that camera guy gets stabbed by Pearl, <laughs> she does it over and over and over and you see the skin start to come apart. And eventually, yeah. like, it, they didn't show a head roll away on the ground, but basically <laughs> it is detached by the time she is done. Well, I don't think it's detached as much as it's just like just muck and mush. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying, though, is that yeah. it is hanging on by a string by the time she's maybe, done with Maybe them. his spine. That's about it. Yeah. Um, so I so, have information on, on Tondras. Oh, oh, great. So it's uh, a French word meaning to hear, to understand, or to mean. So when it's double, it just means it has two meanings. So either version of an Tondra clean or come in the back door, whether you mean something dirty or not, if it has one meaning, it's an entendre. When it has okay. two, it becomes double. Would you All like right. to hear about 
triple entendres? Uh, no freaking way. Menage You entendres. can triple these bad boys? Menage <laughs> entendres. Um, so there's a very famous one that you've probably all seen. All right. What's that? It's the cover of the Rush album Moving Pictures. How is that a triple entendre? Because it shows a moving company carrying paintings in and out of a building. They're moving pictures. People are looking at those pictures, and they're tearing up because the pictures are moving. Holy guac. Man, if I smoked weed, I'd be blown. And then wait for it. (laughs) Also on that cover, you see a film crew filming the entire thing, making a A moving moving picture. picture. There it is. The moving pictures, the the sexual. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a triple. I don't, I don't think they always have to be sexual, man. Hey, baby, you want me to do a moving pictures? <laughs> so what if someone's <laughs> wait? Time a out. Movie? Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. What is a moving picture, Matt? Oh, man, it, you guys have to chicken cluck that whole thing out. <laughs> I, I couldn't even <laughs> begin to tell you on this podcast. But if someone Save makes a movie, pizza, and that album cover is in the movie. That's a quadruple be entendre. A quadruple so. entendre. A, yes, quad, if, a quadige entendre. Yes. <laughs> if you if they were to use that album cover in the movie Dazed and Confused, boom. <laughs> it's a it's a quadruple entendre. Dang. Now, if you see the making of featurette <laughs> about that scene, now you've got a quintuple entendre. Oh, wow. we should probably before our brains explode and we are liable for any of the listeners <laughs> yeah. mental day, we should probably move on. Now, Fair if we were to show a picture of that, of <laughs> that's good, of that making a featurette while discussing it on the show, sextuple on. Wow. Whoa. Perfect. Yes. Perfect oh. for this one. Yeah. So uh, Pearl goes in after decapitating the cameraman pearl goes inside uh and finds uh maxine sleeping at this point um walter has i think she kills wayne first she kills well she goes um wayne is out looking for the cameraman and stumbles i think this is insanely well done where he's walking through uh, a barn and we see the nail we know what's coming and it happens yeah because we've all seen a quiet place Exactly. <laughs> and it's kind of hard. Anytime you see someone step on a nail now, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Although I, I, this is one of three things I liked in this movie. The sound it made when he stepped on the nail. Uh, the, the, like the squinch. Yeah. That was a good good sound choice. Yeah. 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 Uh, and as soon as he stepped on it, though, I was like, oh, well, you're dead. Like, that's tetanus. That's not, you're, not, you're not even going to die from the pitchfork to the eyeball. That was your You're going to get the, the rusty nail in the foot in the 1979 Please. in the middle of nowhere. You're dead. I want a version of this movie where he it plays out. He survives the entire thing, but he ends up on his deathbed because of tetanus. <laughs> it's kind of like Jack scene. on This Is Us, right? Like that's he exactly the fire, yeah. and then has a heart attack. Um, so he thinks that the cameraman is kind of rolling around outside. He looks down, and Pearl stabs him through the eyeballs uh, with a pitchfork, uh, which I thought was. And then as she pulls back, like his eyeball pops out. Yeah, and the rare, the rare eyeball like detachment, yeah. like out of yeah. the head and rolled onto the ground a little bit away from him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was meant to be funny. Is when Pearl walks into the barn and then like 
tries to cover up Wayne with the hay. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she's like slowly like you know picks up with a pitchfork and tries to like throw it on him. And I was <laughs> like, well, that has to be like intentionally funny. I'll uh, tell you what, when she did some of these kills, I wasn't sure what she was going to do with them. Uh, Given what we know about the character, I was uh, like, where is oh, this going? Yeah, she's pretty horny. Well, I mean, when she when she straddles the cameraman, yeah, yeah. like I was like, oh no, I was like, this yikes, is not, <laughs> yeah, this is not good. Pearl goes into the house and lays down with Maxine, and she doesn't, you know, Maxine doesn't really move because she thinks it's Wayne. Uh, Kid Cuddy goes well, Kid downstairs gone at that point. Is that right? Well, yeah, because he's not there. It's just the two women that mm-hmm. are there when Pearl wakes oh, up. Oh, that's so right. That's Kid right. Kid Cuddy hears a noise and then goes to check it out. And, and the, that's the old, when he the finds old the old at, man. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> just either Kid Cuddy is hung like a horse or they they uh, boogie nighted it. I don't know. But there is a massive schlong that is <laughs> hanging in the shadow. <laughs> yeah. And like, not just stationary. That some bitch was like swinging back and forth. It was like forth. a grandfather clock. A grandfather <laughs> hey. Kid Cuddy Put it on a t-shirt Kid Cuddy is naked for most of this movie So he's like hey it's in my contract if You're gonna show it I'm at least gonna You know be able to show it off a little bit Right <laughs> I do like the way the old man's Like My wife is missing <laughs> He's like okay like well you know I'll help you go find her so they get out into the, the, the old man and Kid Cuddy go out into the Which makes no sense if I was married To that lady I would not Bring the guy <laughs> with the largest <laughs> to look for her. <laughs> Who's that? Seems looks like it, it goes to his knees. Yes, that seems well, short sighted. <laughs> I do have a feeling that he's not really bringing him to look for her. I have a feeling he <laughs> took the guy with the largest long to go murder him. Okay, that all allow. But okay, but that doesn't make any sense though. Like if this whole movie doesn't make sense, but well, what? Yeah, but I mean, like if he's if he's willing to capture and keep hostage, uh. Right, like the the dude. Why wouldn't he just use Kid Cudi as well? Well, well, you know what I mean. I'm guessing Kid Cudi maybe could fight back a little bit more from that. He's old. He doesn't have the ability to capture everybody. I think maybe the hitchhiker guy. You know, maybe he was weak enough to where he could have knocked him out or something. But clearly, the two old people are dealing with these two separate things. Of one, the wife wants something that the husband can't give her, and then the husband is jealous of these young people who the wife is lusting sure, after and can sure. give her, even though they wouldn't or don't want to. But he sees it as she is looking at them in that way, and so he is perfectly happy murdering them. And I think that the hitchhiker guy was being used. Oh, he absolutely was. So it's like, I agree, you're right from that perspective where that's what was going on, but I just don't think that he had the ability to capture Kid Cudi. I think he had the ability to take him out. It is pretty, they they kind of lay it out for you that he, Kid Cudi, was in the Marines. He is in pretty good shape, and he looks like it would not be an issue for him to knock this old man out. That's what I'm saying. So the old man with a surprise shotgun blast. He would just pick his up and just hit him on yeah. the head with it yeah and then that's the end of that but yeah so they the old man and kid cuddy go out into the woods the guy the old man kind of lays a trap for him thinking that he uh it had like fallen in the water as he turns around uh the old man shoots kid cuddy in the chest and knocks him into the water before we get to that part there is a scene with the other uh, the the church the church mouse 
where she gets tricked into you know goes up to the the old man's house says i'm looking for my boyfriend old man says i'll help you go find him go in the basement there's a flashlight down there she goes down there he locks her in there and that is who he was capturing for the wife because he says i got the one and then the wife is like no it's not her it's so he, he doesn't really know but so he was trying to get her all ready for for the wife and they do kind of look similar jenna ortega and um yeah i was having trouble telling them apart yeah the only, I mean, the, uh, the the big defining thing is like the big the, birthmark, the freckles, on, yeah, yeah, on on uh, Maxine's face. So Maxine wakes up to the old woman in the room, uh, and she is now covered in blood because the old woman was covered in blood. She freaks out. Brittany Snow, who I, again, like Brittany Snow, is pretty great in this movie. Like I think she's it, this is a very different character than anything I've seen her in before. Yeah, I thought she was really good. Yeah. So she kind of goes out and tries to look for her, and she runs into the old woman on the dock. Uh, and the old woman is Pearl is not very nice to her, and Brittany Snow, who is again like the advantage that they have with this is you spend an hour with these characters, and you realize none of them they're all decent human beings, right? Like that's Brittany what Snow, I like is is the, these characters in this horror movie aren't fodder. Yeah, like a, like a Friday the Thirteenth, you get one. You Maybe. get the douchebag, you get the the boyfriend that's always mean to the final girl, so he's got to die and get his comeuppance. You know, you always get these... Oh, all the time, sometimes. I'm, okay, nice Joe, every time, I, every time I use hyperbole, you don't have to argue against it. In part seven, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm I just will saying, say, in uh, the new generation, the guy's not so yes, bad. Thank you. But so there's <laughs> all these... If you read the comic book... <laughs> <laughs> actually, Sorry. the novelization gives you much more detail into the backstory of James, the not-boyfriend. I'm going to start choosing my words much more wisely <laughs> on this podcast. So there, there are all these tropes that you get in horror movies. And what I thought was refreshing was that these characters really all are actually given more to do than just being fodder. And they're generally, they're good people. And they're all dealing with different stuff. Like the like Wayne is not just some jerk who's trying to use these women. Like he honestly is trying to make them stars and make a ton of money and, and get them you know, elevated to the next level and, and with this new home video market that he mentions and you've in like Kid Cudi is a, a former Marine and he seems like a really good guy and he's willing to go help pops and do all this stuff. And then Bobby Lynn, the Brittany Snow character, she is older than the rest of them. And I think that she's kind of the middle, like the in-between age to where she is starting to kind of be at the point where she is obviously nowhere close to as near as Pearl, but when it comes to adult movies and all that, she's probably closer to aging out or going to be at a point where if she doesn't become a star with this movie, she may not have as many opportunities or be able to work at the club. And I think that this is kind of her holding on to the last opportunity or seeing it as like, this is maybe her, this could be her big break before it's too late. I like that line from Jenna Ortega where she asks if Kid Cudi and Britney Snow are boyfriend and girlfriend. And like it's just like a nice little throwback to something that Jenna Ortega had said before, and she was like, hmm, "Sometimes, maybe, yeah." You know? But it's just like it's she's not being it. She's not being a she's just. I think she's very. She feels very real. All of these characters feel like somebody out of nineteen seventy nine. When she threw that cleanup rag, it was oh questionable. my god that well. When she, she throws apolog- it, she apologizes immediately. Well, she apologizes, but she also sees where she's throwing <laughs> should, it when she does it. We also so there should was say there's a, a cum shot in this movie. Post, like, there's post. Well, I guess that's true. Yeah, I, I wish there's there's, a, there's definitely like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't which is some. It's just one of those things that in 2022 I wouldn't think that I would ever see in 
a studio, and I say A twenty four, A twenty four though. Yeah, is that right? Do they Green, have more than Green one? Green Knights got. A oh, shot. you're right. They do. That's funny. But yeah, I was just like, oh, that's a giant. The the Green Knight one's more graphic than this one. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. This is just like wipe it off her ass. Antichrist uh, had one. What did Antichrist? Oh, he yeah. came blood. Oh, that's true. After he got his <laughs> mashed. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, that's one movie that I'm. You know. Once Blake, was enough. Blake brought that movie up, and I was like, I should, I should probably check that out. He likes to bring to it up end, because like, we were at the screening together, and when the <laughs> lights came up, I was, I my, my, the first thing I said was, "Can you go to hell for having seen a movie?" <laughs> <laughs> if you could, if that you could, was the one. We are doomed. <laughs> so Brittany, yeah, they're out on the dock, and she runs into Pearl, and she's being nice. She covers her up, like because Pearl is naked at this point, uh, and Pearl kind of snaps at her and slaps her and then pushes her into the uh the lake i guess that's what that is it's not yeah. really a, i don't know uh and she and Brittany snow is immediately gobbled up by the alligator check like, off alligator <laughs> yeah it, it's it's actually a pretty good scene where like you can see Brittany snow's head like get chomped on and then into the water. All the kills. That's the thing is that for as far as horror movies go and, and kills, this one's up there. I think they do a really good job. Just like how with the new Scream, they elevated those kills. Yeah. Like the other Scream movies aren't usually that graphic. They just cast, uh, it's either Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> one of those guys just got cast in the new Scream movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whichever one wasn't in the first season of American Horror Story. Oh, okay, it's the other one. Funny. <laughs> All right, man. I'm, it's the other guy. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so then we go back to the house, I think. And Mia. Oh, man. Another great scene where Jenna Ortega kind of like finds an axe. Ooh, ooh, I, didn't and, I agree with you. This is the this is the one where I was like, oh, God, uh, smashes it, you know, kind of does like a, an homage to the shining. It's a shining for sure. Smashes yeah. the, the thing out with the axe. She puts her hand. Uh, like through this hole in the door to unlock it, and as as soon as she like clicks the lock, here comes old the old man with like a hammer and just beats the out of her hand. You know and how it's like you can tell that's going to happen is she broke the pane not right next oh, yeah. to the locks. <laughs> yeah, right. So she so has she to has reach to through. Further. Yeah. So as soon yeah. as she did that, I'm like, oh, she knows where those locks are. Why would they ever open? Oh, yep. And I don't <laughs> right. know. I don't even know if I'm right about this, but I I feel like you could see her fingers. So she, you know, she kind of pulls back and does Maxine kind of come? I think she comes into the house and it gets, oh, that's what it is. She gets, she, she's unlocking and Jenna, or she's getting Jenna Ortega out. Uh, and Jenna Ortega's like, you, like you, I should never have come here. Like you are the worst. I can't believe, you know, just kind of, uh, laying it all out. And, oh God, as she is like running out of the house, she takes a shotgun to the face. Yeah. <laughs> Another good surprise kill because, uh, you know, and they also turn that that other trope. Please, I'm not saying no one's ever done it before, Joe. This is just a preface. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, she was kind of the, I don't want to say prude, but, you know, kind of the virginal, virgin-esque, clean one of the group. And she mm-hmm. obviously wanted to get into this and kind of prove that she could do it, too. And all that stuff would be in a part of the movie. So it almost seemed like she could have been the final girl. Mm-hmm. Like, she was hidden away in the basement. Maybe we forget about her till later. She's also, I think, the biggest star, right? 
Like she, we well, had just seen her in Scream. Like she's kind of like the the new thing. I don't know about like when they were filmed. Like you know what I mean. As oh, far sure, as sure, sure. she became one, certainly. So I think it kind you kind of thought, well, maybe she's going to be the final girl. We we forget about her in the basement. She's hurt but not killed. And nope. uh, that surprise shotgun blast was really good to take <laughs> you out of that. Uh, and so uh, Maxine is in the house the entire time, and she's hearing the everybody talk. And um, I do I do like the line when the old man and pearl are at the dock and he was like which one was that and she was like you know i don't like blondes which <laughs> oh, like yeah. i was like what's the random lie? i was like okay so she goes well they'll never find me under the bed and they're never going to use this bed oh, it'll be the perfect God. hiding place <laughs> and then they have sex on the bed the and old couple the finally old, yeah all right finally they have it. finally get it done i will say there are some touching moments in this movie like this is a horror film. There's lots of killing and there's lots of the porn filming and all that stuff where you're just like, yeah, this is just kind of this gross, dirty horror movie. But right. when, when Pearl is having these dramatic moments where she is brushing her hair and getting all dressed up, I think they actually did a really good job with the character development of Pearl and the hurt she's going through and trying to dress up for her husband and the husband rejects her and says, I can't do that. And the hurt that she feels. And then they have this heart to heart together where he's like, you know, I can't do that. And, and she's talking about how she still wants him. And he says, well, I do, but I can't. And, you know, I I don't know. It's weird to have this touching moment in between all these kills. Like, I'll give it a shot. I'll throw you a bone and see what so happens. So it's it's obviously gross Double and played for yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's gross. Like to us, we're like, oh god, and, and then um, Maxine is hiding under the bed while it's going on and all that. Ugh. But but you know, oh. the moments are actually well handled in between. Old people are disgusting. <laughs> uh, the message loud and clear. <laughs> Got it. They should not touch. They should not <laughs> they should, feel emotions. I, <laughs> they should just exist. Yeah. I, I, I do <laughs> to to play off of that too though obviously you know they're trying to get you with all the the gross out and, and all that in between but it also is a interesting reminder from seeing the old pictures and stuff old people were young once i think we forget about that sometimes in everyday life that you know we're young now and we're thinking oh we'll be young forever and those old people are so old but think about when you were a teenager <laughs> i gotta and tell someone... you 40 did not seem like it was in my uh in my future that's what I'm. Well, but but when you were a teenager, right? Someone who was forty was ancient. Yeah, right. I, like that was old oh, person, yeah. and now you're forty, and you're like, ah, that's not so bad. <laughs> I think that is right. That is truly one of the points of the movie that they're, yeah. they're making this movie about sex that is strictly um, pleasurable visually, and 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 I guess like sort of carnally pleasing. But then these old people who don't have. They're not physically attractive anymore, but it's an emotional level. And they're still people, right? You know, they still people. Do, with... do you take that part of it for granted? And blah blah. blah. Yeah, it does. It, again, the movie is not just a slasher horror film. It's saying a lot about age, about youth, about uh, potential and missed opportunities, and so that is part of it. If you it's don't saying... do it when you're old. You'll kill people. Yeah. <laughs> See, that is the message. Yeah. You finally cracked the code. That's Old it. people are disgusting, and that's okay. As long as they're with other old, disgusting <laughs> thank people. You, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's why you. we have homes. Yeah. Yeah. AARP is never going to share this podcast. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> have they shared any of ours? No. I feel like uh, I'm not yeah, that old. So, that's fair. <laughs> you haven't gotten it in the mail yet? Yeah. Yeah. They're devising this plan, the the old the old couple, where the old man says, drag her into the house. If if she's inside, we can say that she broke in and it's justified. And in my head, I was like, 
but there's blood everywhere. <laughs> I know the cleanup has got to <laughs> yeah, be right. horrendous. Uh, we should say and there's like we four didn't... other dead people to explain <laughs> that aren't well, in the because, house. Well, because yeah. the old guy goes, "Oh yeah, I'll feed him to the gator," but it's like you have a lot of cleaning to do. Yeah, <laughs> and we, the gator's we should also full already. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he ate a whole Britney Snow. Larry's full. <laughs> uh, we should say the beginning of this Alan? movie. What the what? Alvin Warren. Alvin. I was trying to do a callback to when you said the alligator's name and I screwed it up. Larry, <laughs> what the hell is that? Just that's show's canceled. Matt, you're gone. <laughs> I get well, you know, you screw up one too many times. That's true. Um, entendre. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> quadruple entendre. <laughs> uh, which is at the beginning of this movie, it is like we see the aftermath of whatever has occurred. And I think I, I like the way that's filmed where you've got the ax, the bloody ax on the ground. Mm-hmm. You've got the, a, a body under a tarp and the guy, the, the sheriff walks into the, the room and he's just like, Oh my God. Chekhov's basement. There's yeah, it is right, all foreshadowed. Right, right. And I really like the opening shot of this film is coming out of the barn and it's a four, three to widescreen aspect yeah, ratio change. There's a beautiful way since so much of this film is shot like a four, three old, the, the porno movies being filmed in the four, yeah. three. And so I really like that opening too. There's a lot of really good visuals as the old man is trying to drag, uh, Jenna Ortega back into the house. She kind of gasps, or lets out some some air and then gives him a heart attack. Yeah, and I do like where uh, the old woman's the pearls like you got to help him. And Mia yeah. kind of comes around the not Mia uh, Maxine comes around the corner and she's like you got to help him. And she was like, yeah. No, no, I don't have to help. Him, yeah, that was great. I don't care. Um, and this is the other the the Chekhov's gun where uh, Maxine has the pistol from the van and she goes to shoot Pearl, but of course. Wayne was telling the truth and there are no bullets in it uh unlike the shotgun that has a second round in it and of course it knocks Pearl out of the door oh man yeah the so second frail. thing in this movie I liked you like yeah, the way yeah, she just like yeah goes catapulted flying it out of the, the door shotgun. yeah yes and we should say the entire time this movie is kind of narr- not kind of it's narrated by a televangelist who's kind of giving you a play-by-play of what's happening and I think this was the best use of it where the you know the Pearl pulls the the trigger on the shotgun, knocks her out the door, and of course he's like, "That was divine course, intervention." Divine intervention. <laughs> that was uh, good. Who called it from the beginning? That she call, was. Oh, that she was the girl I that lost her I way. I didn't even think about it. I didn't you care did? enough to, to analyze. <laughs> Uh, as soon as because the preacher in the beginning like just said the whole thing as kind of this background narration of this preacher and they keep showing him so you know that it's got to be important there's got to be some kind of connection and right. at the beginning he says you know so some of my flock has lost their way and been taken away to the evils of blah 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 and i'm and then they cut to in the beginning of the movie to maxine getting ready and so oh, in my sure, head sure, i'm like sure. i'm like oh it's his daughter so i don't know i just wondered if anyone else it was it, smarter it, than us kevin good job <laughs> i just am saying sometimes we call this stuff so yeah, so Mia. Nope, that's the actress's name, Maxine. Yeah, she's both of them at this point. So. Correct. Yes, that's true. Runs herself uh, over. <laughs> well, which is just a great where she's like help, and she you know, uh, backs the the tr- the van up over uh, Pearl's face, and then goes over her. And just to be safe, I do appreciate the double tap. Uh, backs over her again, and then takes off and. Uh, we, we're what does she forward. say? She has a kill line though of something from earlier that she calls back. Uh, I mean, the, the her she line a, is like, I'm going to be famous or nothing's going to stop me from. I being think she famous. says, uh, see you later, alligator. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so that cool. would have been great. 
<laughs> and then the alligator's in the passenger seat and it puts its sunglasses on and, and says, yes. after a while, this crocodile. Is any which way yeah. but loose part three yeah. Yeah, is what it turns out oh to be. Oh my gosh, they should have. Oh, what if the alligator was on top of the car driving away with her and it just ends? <laughs> oh, it pops up in the back seat with a knife. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, I did, uh, but you're saying about they, they, they show sort of the aftermath in the opening, in the beginning of the movie. And it was he 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 goes up to old lady's body, the sheriff, and it's a bloody mess under yeah. the sheet. He kind of lifts it up. He's grossed out, and that was kind of cool because she gets knocked out onto the ground and she breaks her hip. She's like, "Ah, my hip!" And you kind of think she's gonna just leave her there. No, uh, but you know, you're going like, "But wait a second, that sheet was all." This is an interesting. Well, what's she gonna do to this lady to? Oh, sure, turn her, her bloody. Well, and the sheriff came in the beginning and said, now don't get ahead of yourself and put his sunglasses on. Yep. Yep. Did yep. he? No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> but he does have a great line at the end. No, I wouldn't where, say a great uh, line. Oh, my I God. Love this this line. was it's so cringe good. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, where, like, you know, one of the deputies is like, hey, boss, we found this video camera. What do you think's on it? And he's like, the most fucked up horror movie I've ever seen. And then credits. Uh I think this was great. Which would have been more clever if the cameraman filmed any of the horror. I guess that's true. Yeah, Yeah, there's none of the horror that's on that camera. It doesn't work. The movie is just a porno movie. That's all the camera guy filmed. So, like, that's true. It can't tie together as a found footage movie at all. No, but I. So here's the deal. So what did he mean? That line was stupid. It was just for us. I haven't hated the last time a movie that 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 much since the movie (laughs) Doubt. Which I I love oh. the movie Doubt. I thought it was so good. good when I'm watching. I'm like, this is like Oscar level stuff. And then the last line of the movie, oh, I have such doubt. I'm like, we we get it. Which that we checks out it. because Doubt came out after The Departed, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Rat stands for obviousness. <laughs> like, oh. Um. So while they were filming this, I believe that they went either while they were filming it or right after they were done. They are going in. They went right into a prequel uh, that's going to be about Pearl uh, in the 1920s. They're Annabelle in it. Yes, they are Annabelle in it. Uh, well, depends on which Annabelle they do, I guess. Like there was, there was the first one that wasn't that good, and then there was it. The second one was okay. Second one was alright. Second one was much better than the first one. That's for sure. Pearl creation. Pearl creation is, <laughs> yeah. what's, is what's what's on the horizon. So they are doing a. a <laughs> I don't know how much how much second. Well, it's more ZZ Top pearls, for you. There, well, not in the 1920s. That's going to be awful. Oh, they don't care. They put that milk carton picture. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yeah. Carton that, they don't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I think this was. I, I know that Tom did not enjoy it. Uh, but I think this it was, was a fantastic. good looking movie. I just, I just didn't care about anything. And why are these old people killers? Like, why I, they're horny? I, yeah. I don't get it. And then, like, well, the whole, and then they just to happen killers. to be watching the televangelist. That's the. That's, that's on every channel. That, that's the, the the dad of the girl. Like it's yeah, it's, it, 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 uh, just yeah. a that's a pretty big coincidence to hang your movie on. You know. That's well, fair. I I take it as that they're older and they probably have different like like religion for them is just something that they have on. Like I don't know, I, they didn't have that many channels back then, right? They're on an old black and white TV and it's just playing yeah, four, maybe. Yeah, they have four or five, maybe. But I just. But it's just the odds that they would be watching this thing. I just would need some through line to make that make sense as to That's why fair. they happen to be watching. Why this guy is on every channel. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I don't, I, I, that's I don't know. I feel like I can't decide if I I like this movie or not because I'm not sure what I want people to think about me. I don't know if I <laughs> I want them to think I'm cool and like cool arty movies or that maybe maybe they'll think I'm being pretentious by saying I like it. Uh, so I, I'll tell you in a couple weeks after <laughs> after the response, I, I read what people say on the internet about it and stuff, and well, decide how I want to be perceived. I will say, Matt, this has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes with 198 reviews. So you would not be in the minority by saying you liked it. Because there is a part of me that's like, you know, we're saying all the stuff that it's saying. And, you know, I I think it is. But but like when it's cutting back and forth between the cows and the people and there's times when it kind of feels like it's being like, do you get it? See (laughs) see what we're doing? I agree. Like, yeah, I think. Yes, I do. Don't I? I mean, right? Like, <laughs> I thought well, even that the I did. music and now cues, I'm right? Myself. Like the you know where you get "Don't Fear the Reaper," which is like right. the yeah. most obvious music cue, and then the closing credits are "Bad Case of Loving You." Right. And and it's I, like, do, I, I wonder if the "Don't Fear the Reaper" is a is a callback to Halloween because that's what Lori and Annie are listening to. The I first think "Don't time. Fear the Reaper" is just a really affordable song. That could be because it gets I mean, if they used put it in a Halloween, lot. That's true. I mean, it was used in the made-for-TV version of The Stand. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, it mm-hmm. just gets used. I think he quotes it in the book, though. So, oh, uh-huh. but um, so and also like that book was written in like what eighty or eighty-one, so it was a lot more. There's a, I'll yeah. say to like while we were watching it, and it, and again, like it is, it is saying a little more than most horror movies, and that's very cool, whatever. But we were also kept kind of being like they're building it up and building it up, and you're like. Oh man, what's it? Oh, what's it gonna be? What's the thing? Oh man, we at one point did think maybe they were werewolves. Okay, okay. Uh, I, could, I yeah, thought maybe vampires? it was a time travel thing. I thought that I thought Pearl that and we're Maxine gonna, were the same people. I thought that we were going that way for a while too. Yeah. Oh, that Pearl and the old man are were Wayne and yeah. something like something. that. Oh, I, I thought that oh, okay, as well, okay. or, or something. And then for it to be like. Because it, I feel like whether it means to or not, it's definitely making you think those things like they're do the way they're setting it up it's like they're saying hey don't you want to figure it out like they're almost setting up like a mystery that you're trying to like it's a puzzle box and then and then it's it you turn the puzzle box over and it just says like there's a big open button on it and there's no puzzle (laughs) at all and it's just is what it is it's like oh just old people killing people that's the hard thing with these movies that we're seeing more and more of these movies that some people call elevated horror and obviously some people hate that term but they're you're you keep expecting more and more and more and sometimes you just want a good old-fashioned slasher flick and so when those lines are blurred it's kind of hard because you as a viewer you're fine with just checking sitting back and checking your brain and watching it but this movie does seem to present more and so you're like you don't know right you don't know am i looking right. for a mystery should i not be thinking about it yeah i think i would have enjoyed this movie if it tried to be less if it was yeah. just a straight yeah, yeah, yeah. up slasher flick, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I, I I don't I don't mind the term elevated horror. I think I think that's probably that's a true statement. I think that there are sometimes where, like Tom said, where you're just gonna make a straight up slasher movie. Yeah, right. You don't need to say anything. You're just gonna go in and have some fun with some good special effects and some good kills. But Midsummer is not like a typical horror movie, right? A, right. Hereditary is not a typical horror movie. Um, Us or uh get out are not typical horror films like that's mm-hmm. not i 
you and we all know what you mean when you say elevated horror. I think people just don't like it because it's derogatory towards normal horror and right. then saying, well, it's lesser because it's not elevated, which you don't mean it that way. But people that probably make those films are like, but mine is still like mine's not lesser horror, right? I don't know. But you mean it's like you have that with any genre. You mean you have, you know, art rock, you know, yeah. and then you, you know, Pink Floyd. Yes. Emerson, who like are just, yeah, who are just maybe warrant. doing something like different. It's okay, they can both <laughs> yeah. be fun, you know. Yeah, and then, yeah right. In in some ways, and I, I I watched it last night, so I I actually am truly not, you know, I I need a little bit to think about it probably more. But <laughs> but the, yeah, in some ways, I do feel like it's it's like it went too far one way and then not a, not enough. Yeah. To go all do you think the way. They, do you think they went too far and then maybe they tried to course correct and just couldn't get it back, or do you think they just I think maybe they didn't know. I feel I like they made yeah. the movie they wanted to make. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I, yeah, that they're going to do all this the, the setup and then have have a payoff in the very very end. Right. But but I just I I feel like maybe unintentionally they set up expectations uh, for something maybe not even more but just different. And That's then fair. when it's just too. Two people I, are I feel killing. like ultimately they paid off the wrong question, right? Like the the question I had the whole time was, why do these old people kill people? Yeah. And then at the end, it's like, boom, she's the preacher's daughter. And I'm like, oh, oh well, yeah, there's right. a question I didn't ask. <laughs> like I never, it, throughout the movie, was like, well, who is she? That's I, fair. Her yeah, dad, that's, though. Yeah. And <laughs> why are they killing them? Boom, preacher's daughter. Yeah. Well, so that, I'm just that, like, that give, whole me, thing, give me some insight that, as to why they're doing this. Yeah. Well, there's well, a prequel. Yeah, I shouldn't have <laughs> that, to see another movie true. to figure Which that out. Which is funny, man. too, because I'm, I, same as you, Tom, I'm kind of asking the whole time, like, I'm interested to find this out, why they're doing it, and then when their answer is, how about a whole movie, then I'm like, well, no, I, that's, that's okay. I don't need that. <laughs> yeah. yeah like if, you just, if you just tell us that this is what, they, what this, couple, this, this couple is like a Bonnie and Clyde, and they've just been doing this for, since the 1920s, and this is what they do. I think that's a reasonable answer and just leave it sure. as is. Yeah. Right. Just say uh, they're serial killers that have been at this and they're, you know, now they're living in this remote Texas town and nobody cares about the people. But that see, I don't, I don't think they are killers until this. See, I think they kidnapped well, one, one dude. Dead. Well, right. But N- I not think, a lifetime of, of yeah, I, oh, think I, that see, was the, I, I think that was the first one. I think their marriage has gotten to this point of deteriorating he, you know, they can't get it on anymore. Pearl wants something else, but she still loves Walter, whatever his name is. But they, it just doesn't work anymore. And so they tried. He tried to maybe do something for her so that she could do what she wants to do. But you know, he's also jealous of it at the same time. And I think it eventually devolved into killing. Like Pearl, the last straw was that camera dude saying no, and her realizing right. how she's being rejected now by not only her husband but by anyone else who won't even look at her. And so she, that was the last straw. And then I think they became killers. So I, so I don't it's a see tale this as, being as old a, as a time. Like I can only get an erection yeah. if I kill a drifter. We've <laughs> all been there. <laughs> and you know that Joe, we talked in the. Texas Chainsaw stuff. I I like in that that you don't really have a a motive. You well, know, yeah, you because they keep changing it. Well, sure, sure, <laughs> right. But I don't know. It, it's again, it's kind of like a movie sets up the expectations you have, and and this one definitely had me questioning that. Like, oh, why are they doing this? What's their deal? That's, yeah, I agree. Yeah, a and mindless you, killing yeah. machine is okay, but it needs to be established from the get go, not presented as like. What's this all about? Oh, right, it's just right, a mindless right. killing machine. Oh, 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 okay. 
Thanks. For or if she's like, uh, you know, you could say that she, uh, well, now we're writing the movie, but I guess we'll find out. Well, I will find out uh, when Pearl comes out. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I think that is a question that obviously, well, he made the movie. So Ty West wanted to explore and does have his own reason, but there just wasn't enough to get into it here. So I will be interested to see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you, if you enjoy this movie, uh, I, I, I'm sure you've already seen his other stuff, but yeah, uh, VHS, one and two i think the innkeepers the sacrament uh the house that the house, house of the devil, devil house of the devil uh all three of those the sacrament house of the devil and the innkeepers i think are fantastic movies um same deal very slow burn and then a pretty horrific payoff at the end okay so I well agree. i guess uh guess that's it for this one let's go around the virtual table and everyone can say where to find them this is joe you can follow me on the twitter at joey butts b-e-t-t-s 21 this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett and subscribe to The Games We Love for uh, all your video gaming discussions. And Matt, where can they find you? Well, man, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I, uh, and I believe it's been announced, it's been talked about, and I was so excited for it. I was to come on this podcast and discuss the series of films, The Evil Dead. We're still doing it. And, it's Joe, still going to happen, Joe. Please. Uh, and as far as I, and it, I've heard nothing more of this. It's been weeks and weeks. <laughs> and and I get into. There's two episodes of a Patreon that haven't been released yet. Okay, man. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I was just so excited, and I haven't heard nothing. Does anyone about even care it. about Evil Dead? That Doctor Strange movie came out a month ago. <laughs> I, does, is there even a point well, in it anymore? <laughs> we're it's, we're doing it for the streaming release of. Talk yeah, right, right, which is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I At guess. At this rate, you'll do it for its premiere on the USA Network. <laughs> Keep an eye out uh, for me on the Real Spoilers Patreon. That's all that matters to me, and that's all I care about. <laughs> okay, well, we will put Matt back in his puzzle box until he does 15 more Patreon episodes. Mm-hmm. And then not unlike this puzzle box, he will come out, and it will not be a satisfying conclusion at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true so oh and you can find me on uh, twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe find the show online facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group and of course don't forget our patreon where you can get your fill of matt f Basel. so there that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time roller girl gets her ged get ready for a spoiler won't say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Real spoilers Real spoilers Real spoilers Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 